Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell. I think you're even more excited about this one than Grayson is. You're really not going to finish the line? What line? Heroes in a Half Shell. It's really bothering you, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's kind of killing me. You got to do it. Then no. Come on. Fine, fine, fine. Turtle power. Hello and welcome to the Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast celebration of everyone's favorite reptilian martial artists, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My name is Todd Hunt and joining me as always is Mike and Gabe. How are we tonight, Turtle Bros? Gabe, how Good you doing? Good day. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> so that's become your tagline. Good day. He's been doing some focus testing for, you know, focus groups. Yeah. And uh, he's gotten some positive feedback on Good Day. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, only been um, uh, clicking on the responses from Australia, apparently. <laughs> and, and Gabe's icon is a koala. Gabe, you're going full Aussie. We could do a Crocodile Dundee episode. We've talked about it. Have we? Oh, we, maybe we can talk about that on our sequels show, which is coming soon to the mothership. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Gabe, it is. Gabe, can you give me a real good one? Really good one. Your tag. Um, hmm. What do you mean? It's good day. I, I don't know. Um, wait, we just established that your tagline is good just day. Really, just really give me a be- the best one you got. Give me one for the guys in the cheap seats, kid. <clears throat> good day. Ooh, listen oh, to those pipes. Just, yeah, some, that was amazing. good. The velvet yeah. fog over there. Yeah, I like it when you do it a bit more jokey. Good day. Yep, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I think now we have something to work with. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and we've lost all Australian listeners. Ah. All, all three of you. It's a shame. So You're the one that said that they were in sheep seats. They don't like the sheep jokes over there. Right. I did say they were in the sheep seats. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now they've all gone walkabout. Yeah. <laughs> um. What are we here talking about? Sheeps, turtles? What are we doing? Yeah, we are. This one was actually at the request of my five-year-old son, Grayson. Right. He, since we started the show, he said, do I get to choose a show one day? And I said, you do, sweet boy. And he said very, very convincingly uh, earlier in the week, I want to do a show. And I said, what is it? And he said, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I said, absolutely. But you need to head this show. And I believe he rose to the occasion. So, Serial, This American Life. Um, my favorite murder, mm-hmm. all the big guns, yeah. Dirty John. Yeah. They all got their ideas from their five-year-olds. Oh, is that right? Oh, so we're on the right track. That's how all the best shows start. Um, that's, that's where the expression ask a five-year-old came from. Oh, oh. And like, uh, the, like, are you smarter than a five-year-old? Sure. All right. Gabe, you've had some time to spend with the turtles over this week. What do you think about the Turtles? Did you grow up a Turtles fan? No. No? Although my grandma's a principal and um, she used to let me come over to her school in New York City and I'd watch the new Ninja Turtle movies on the projector screen. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the new ones are okay. Um, we watched, Gray watched a few of them when he was really into Turtle mode and um, they're all right. Not my Turtles. Yeah, they're not my Turtles. They're very Michael Bay uh, 
I actually saw an article that, oh, I'm not going to be able to remember now who it was. So this is kind of a waste. But the Leonardo was based on he has Russell Crowe's eyes. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And the, the leadership of Tom Hanks or something. Uh, yeah. And someone else's face. But I can't remember who it is now. Yeah. Where the hell did, it, did we see that? Yeah. Prince Charles's face. I think that's what it was. Right. I think it's it was Prince Andrew. Ah, it must have been. He was dead at the time. Couldn't um, be me. I was at Pizza Express at the time. <laughs> Four years ago, I remember exactly where I was. Yeah, Gabe is not buying Turtle Mania or Turtle Power one bit. Wow, it's it's shocking for me. Yeah, just because Gabe. it was such a huge part of us and most of our fans, I assume, <laughs> childhood. Right, Gabe. If I had a Technodrome inbox, it would be worth three grand. Oh my god, really? Yeah, people love these toys. Yeah, I don't I, think Gabe I, understands. I, I don't know what's the equivalent of something like this for Gabe's age. Gabe, what's a cartoon that was like a that that was like a crazy fad for you guys? You don't really have anything like that. No, that hasn't happened in a while. Not that had like memorabilia uh, immediately. I mean, it was in a matter of ten or fifteen years, the tur- turtle toys went from like to like you know two hundred, three hundred dollars a figure. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and there's all kinds of weird variants and things that like. Mm-hmm. They're worth a few hundred bucks. So, Gabe, not a fan of the Turtles. No. What don't you like about the Ninja Turtles? The stupid video game that you forced me to play. <laughs> mm. well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get into that, yeah. So, other than playing that, what else have, uh, what are you boys playing at the at this moment in time? Gabe, what are you playing at the moment? Nothing, really. Fortnite, the new season came out. That's fun. What's going on going? in the new season? The Mandalorian is in the game. Oh, Mando. That's really I saw it. Kratos. I saw Kratos is in it. Is that part of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, I think what we have to do, unless you have, is there anything else? Gabe, do you have any other business? You're doing something else over there. Stop it now. What are you I'm doing? not. Stop reading news. What are you doing? I'm not reading news. Stop texting your friends. What are you doing? Eating cheese fries? You, you got a glass Fortnite? of chocolate milk? X out of that. I am watching your sound waves. All right. We got we to gotta start talking uh, turtles here. What are you doing over there, Gabe? 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 Gabe! I think he he turned into a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard him shake his ears. Uh, Yeah, me too. Twaddle. Absolute (laughs) twaddle. Absolute twaddle. This is going to be our huge Ninja Turtle show. This rumor on the street is this is going to be one of the best shows we've ever done. This is the show that people are clamoring for. Yeah, you started that rumor. <laughs> I, I did, but that's how rumors start. Todd, before we go into this whole thing, what kind of turtle do you think Gabe is? What do you mean? As in, like, if I had to give him, like, one of the four characters? Yeah. He's got to be a Michelangelo or, or a Raphael, no? I'm thinking he's a Raphael. He seems like he's going to wind up being the rebellious one. You're cool, but you're rude. Give me a break. Jesus Christ. Gabe's never talked less in his life. Than on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. And every time he does, he just does it in an Australian accent. So we're very concerned. Good eye. I can't think of anything that would make me more excited to take a break, come back, and talk turtles. You guys? Gabe? Yep. Sounds good to me. Let's do some promos. Let's talk some turtles. Alan, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. 
this quarter on the Green Lip Podcast Network, Chris Sims and Matt Wilson. And in this quarter, VHS oddities, confusing animation, and modern not-so-classics. Plus snacks, movie fighters. We watch movies and beat them up. What a weird and wonderful fever dream. Four turtles, ninja turtles, taking over every corner of 90s pop culture. What started as an indie black and white comic in 1984 mutated into a nationwide phenomenon, invading everything from our breakfast bowls to our toilet bowls. And I'm talking potty seats for non-dads out there. Say you didn't have the toys, you're lying. Say you didn't watch the show, you're definitely lying. If there was any doubt they were hip, they told you right there in the theme song. By 1995, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise had earned $6 billion. Billion with a B. Oh, and by the way, if you're wondering what the f*** we're listening to right now, it's the single from Coming Out of Their Shells Tour, a musical event that was streamed on pay-per-view, sponsored by Pizza Hut, and saw the Turtles playing Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, four talentless dopes in terrible turtle costumes got to play a fake guitar on the same stage as Stevie Wonder and the Grateful Dead. That's turtle power. We got some history. Gabe did some homework. Today we're talking turtles, specifically the Teenage Mutant Ninja variety. Todd, you want to take it from here? I do, but I kind of also want to just listen to the rest of that song. Well, it's, I mean, it's incredible. It's awful in the absolute worst way. Wait, it's best way. Yeah. And what here's did I say? something. Worst? Yeah, it's definitely the best. And you said worst. Okay. Here's something that's incredible for our listeners is that you can watch the Coming Out of Their Shells tour mm-hmm. on YouTube. Just look it up and you will see four dopes singing and dancing like the fucking Rolling Stones looking absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, in 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 subpar costumes as well. Yeah. I, I, yeah, totally. They're not they're, like, like like a gray this year was Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles and he got like a a costume in a bag. He looked better than they did. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. And it's totally worth tracking down and looking at because if you look at it now after you've come down from the high of turtle power and turtle mania, it's embarrassing. <laughs> and and it that's is. coming from someone who saw Thundercats on ice. Yeah. That's in Roller Express. Or, may, or Starlight maybe, Express. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was Thundercats uh, on roller skates. I saw, I saw something with the Thundercats and I can't believe I ever went to that thing. Yeah. It's funny how when you take something out of the moment of its phenomena, it really does look odd. Oh like, yeah. This is what it, we were this is what we were into at that time. It's a bunch yeah. of a bunch of dopes in bad costumes singing yeah. terrible coffeehouse rock. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's it's definitely on Marky Mark's album after Steel Dragon. Ah, when yeah, he, exactly. When, when he goes yep. back to playing yep. coffee houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coffee yeah. houses in Seattle. It's my favorite. Uh, I'm pretty sure he co-wrote this. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Gabe not only had homework and I don't ho- only have some history, but Gabe also had a physical challenge this week. That's right. We Gabe gave did a little phys ed. Uh, yeah, he did uh, a couple squat thrusts and a couple of threw some shot puts. Right, That's right. Gabe. Yes. Gabe's not talking to me because the physical challenge was the damn level of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game yeah. for Nintendo. We'll yeah. get into all that later. Yeah, but for all of our audience very- out there that grew up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle from Ultra on the NES, you certainly will understand Gabe's anxiety and frustration levels are very high at the moment. Yeah, he's 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 not speaking to me. It's the worst thing I've done to him since Night Trap. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and that was criminal. Yeah, it was criminal. Shut up, Joe Lieberman. Now, guys, I'm not here to provide history this time. For that, we actually have a special guest. 
Oh, you went deep into the Rolodex again, and Yes, again, my... Yeah. Um, Called in some favors. That's right. My contacts are only matched by my charisma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we throw it to our expert this week, I want to talk about the humble origins that typically precede massive success. One friend trying to make the other laugh, otherwise known as our entire strategy. <laughs> our, our entire strategy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So one night, comic creators Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were working on their Fugitoid comic when Eastman, struck by some unknown inspiration, drew a masked, nunchuck-wielding ninja turtle. He showed it to Laird, and the two of them shared a laugh at the sheer goofiness and ridiculousness of the premise. Not that goofy. Not, not that ridiculous. Exactly. So Eastman talking about it says that Peter drew a cooler one, and then, of course, I had a topist sketch, so I drew four of them standing in dramatic pose. We were just pissing our pants that night. To be honest, this is the dumbest thing ever, Eastman says. Dumb all the way to the bank. <laughs> all the way to the bank. Now, you know, as, and as a note to that, that drawing recently sold for $75,000 at auction. That His first original drawing, drawing? Yep, of them standing in the dramatic pose. It's actually pretty easy to find. Um, it's worth looking at, especially, you know, if you grew up with the Ninja Turtles, if you're listening to this show, um, you're clearly were a fan at some point, probably. Seeing that is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great it's a great picture um, to see kind of the history of everything. But after the laughter, the duo realized they may just be onto something. Drawing from heavy inspiration of the Daredevil comic series, the first issue, which contained radioactive origin elements and a martial arts teacher named Stick. See the splinter reference there? Ah, mm-hmm. no, but yes. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. I'll explain it to you later. They Thanks. gathered. Yeah I, I, yeah. I like when we speak after the show and you explain to me the show. That's right. You know, it's like having a, a new recruit in a movie so you can explain everything that's going on in the, in the corporation. Right through exposition. Exactly. Listen, you got here late, okay? He's real f***ed up. <laughs> that sounded like Night Trap. <laughs> you'd be, it did you'd, sound like the guy yeah, from Night you'd Trap. You'd be good on that. <laughs> yeah. Why did, I do, why did I pull the Night Trap guy's voice? I don't know. What are the things called? Ugers? The, the, the augers. Augers, yeah. augers. Right. The augers. augers. Right, right. Yeah. Or is that the fan? You went way, you, yeah, you, you went way too many augers in there. Yeah. <laughs> you really, you, you channeled him. Yeah. So um, the boys, Eastman and Laird, they gathered a few loans from family members, took their tax returns, and they created 3,000 copies for their first issue, which quickly sold out. Sounds just like us, but successful. Yes. Well, we're on our way, I think. It's only a matter of time. (laughs) What the thing is, the problem is, is we haven't come up with the most ridiculous idea yet. We've had terrible ideas. We just haven't had the most terrible one yet. Todd. Yeah. I'm here. Draw me a picture of Campfire Vampire. Ah, all right. That's not a bad idea. And then, I, and then I'll draw one picture with Dude, white I'm, wall werewolf and I'll send it back to you. <laughs> white hall werewolf. <laughs> it's like werewolf in London. Um, I think that maybe Campfire Vampire might be our ticket out of here. <laughs> like off the planet. <laughs> where, where are we going? Out of this thing called life. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, so the interesting thing is, yes, you mentioned earlier because their first issue was black and white, the turtles were all different, given different ninja weapons to help distinguish them. That's kind of the reasons they all had different weapons. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, their PG 13 personalities were a far cry from how the kids who grew up with the turtles came to know them by, they had to change the dams and the shits to cowabungas and totally mm-hmm. rads. Mm-hmm. But. Before I say too much more, let's kick it over to our special guest. Cowabunga! 
This is Todd Hunt, Super Nintendad, and today I'm honored to have in studio the foremost expert in genetic mutations, Dr. Grayson Hunt. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Hunt. Thank you, and I'm very happy to be here. Now, you're here to discuss genetic mutations and the phenomena known as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, correct? Yes, I have been studying them for most of my life. So, Dr. Hunt, what are the origins of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well, they were baby turtles crawling around, and then they saw green glowing mutagen. They walked in it, they were swimming around like it's a little pool, and then they turned into big turtle human ninjas. So do these Ninja Turtles have parents? Yes. Splinter and Hamato Yoshi, they're both the same thing, actually. But Hamato Yoshi is also a rat now. Yeah, Splinter has two backstories, doesn't he? What are they? He was a rat insect in the mutagen, and he was a human and turned into a human rat. So do these turtles all have different personalities or abilities? Yes. Leonardo's the leader, Michelangelo's the goofy one, Raphael's the fighter, Donatello is also the scientist. And do they all have different weapons? Yes, Raphael has thighs, Michelangelo has nunchucks, Leonardo has swords, Donatello has a bow staff. And who's your favorite? Leonardo. Why? Because he's the leader. Good choice. Now, what do these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like to eat? Pizza is their favorite food. What happened to Mikey when he tried pizza for the first time? His brain exploded. Yep. And what does Mikey like to put on his pizza? Jelly beans. Ew, gross. It seems gross and disgusting at the same time. But funny. Yes, very funny. And where do they live? In the sewers of New York City, they also have a very cool lair with arcade games, pizza boxes because of Michelangelo, (laughs) and some places to fight. And are there only four Ninja Turtles? There's actually six. Six? I thought there were four. There's Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo. That's the original one, but now there's Jenica and Venus in it. Oh, so there's new turtles and they're both female? Yes. Very interesting. Speaking of interesting, did you know that in the comic series, Raphael becomes Shredder? No, but I know Master Splinter becomes Shredder and Shredder becomes Master Splinter. I think it's a mix-up of Raphael and Splinter. It sounds like it could be. Did you know also what Shredder was based on? A cheese grater. That's right. And you know what they were originally going to call him? Grater. The grater. That's right. Why would they be calling him a grater? (laughs) It'd be funny if they grated cheese with Shredder for pizza. (gasps) Oh! That'd be a gigantic pizza. <laughs> Do these Ninja Turtles have any friends? Usagi, April, and Casey. Okay, can you describe them? Casey is a crazy hockey pay- player, uh, and April is a reporter, and Gusagi the crazy ninja or samurai rabbit. That's right, a samurai rabbit. 
Okay, so that brings us to, do they have any enemies, the Ninja Turtles? Shredder. And who is Shredder? Uh, he is Master Splinter's enemy. He takes over the world with crying. He's the leader of the foot soldiers. And also he takes over the world. And who is Krang? A big brain of a glob brain. Wow, and where does Krang live? In Dimension X in the Technodrome. Ah, and what is Dimension X? It's a big deleted thing. It's a deleted dimension. And there's something interesting about Dimension X with Mikey, isn't there? He's so silly, but he goes when he goes, the second he touches Dimension X, he's the smartest person. Really? So Dimension X, in Dimension X, Mikey's actually smart instead of silly? Yeah. That's very interesting. What other enemies? Bebop. Who is Bebop? <laughs> That's actually not how you pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? Bebop. And what is Bebop? Uh, one of the Ninja Turtles' enemies. He is definitely not here. He's like, oh, I'm jumping around. <laughs> and what does he look like? Uh, he's a warthog that got mutated by from a human. With what? The mutagen. Oh, the same thing the turtles were mutated by. Yeah. It's a good thing we have an expert here. I'm very confused. Oh, also Rocksteady. Who is Rocksteady? He is a big rhino. Mm, sounds scary. Is he scary? Uh, yes. Is he very serious or very scary? He's actually, like, serious and silly at the same time. That sounds interesting. Any other enemies you want to talk about? We also almost forgot the Rat King. Oh, who's that? Uh, get guy who lives in the sewers, too, but he's not mutated, and he owns, like, a thousand million rats. Wow. And what else do you want to talk about with these Ninja Turtles and the world they live in? Well, they also have a, a mutated turtle enemy called Slash. Oh, okay. Describe Slash. He's a big spiky turtle. But in my series, Slash is Spike, and it's Raphael's friend in my series. Okay. Do they have any other weird turtles at the house in their lair? Metalhead. Ah, who is Metalhead? He is a robot turtle. And did one of the turtles make him? Donatello. Ah, because he's a scientist? Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Any other characters? No. Any other stories they're involved in? No. Okay. Can it be joke time? Almost. There's also a video game of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. The one that we played on Super Nintendo, the Turtles in Time. Yeah. I also like the boss where we need to fight the Rat King on when we're surfing in the sewers. Yep. What other things do you like about that game? Uh, well, I like the animation. I like playing with my daddy. And also, I like throwing the foot soldiers at the screen. Yeah, me too. I love playing that game with you. What else do you like about that game? Uh, how they designed it. How they designed the dinos and Slash. But they made one mistake with the Slash level. What? Slash is as big as the dinos. (laughs) They make him huge. Yeah. What else do you like about that game? It's one of your favorites, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I don't remember anything else. Well, I think you've done pretty well here. Do you want to go and play that game now? Yeah, Daddy, that sounds great. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Hunt, for joining us, for giving us all of this information. Joke on... time. Joke time. Okay, what, what do you got? What do you call a yummy key? 
a yummy key. Um, uh, I, uh, I don't know. A cookie. Ah, cookie. Good one. Ah, the cookies are everywhere. Dun, dun, dun. The kitty cats are everywhere. Dun, <laughs> Grayson, dun, dun. tell everybody at home what gaming should be. Fun. Thanks again, buddy. You're welcome, Dada Doody. Now, Gabe, you had a few assignments this week. Yes. I, I I wanted Gabe to interact with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the movie. <laughs> but I didn't want him to watch it because I felt like that would be borderline abuse. So what, what I did was is I showed him a picture of the of the movie poster. <laughs> and I said, why don't you tell me what, what this movie's about? Write a synopsis using this as your visual prompt. And that's all you and gave just, him is just the poster. Just the poster, and we'll probably share that in the collage for the show, yep, and people can see uh, mm-hmm. when we when we post it up. But yeah, it's just it's the turtles, and they're holding some kind of scepter, and they're wearing uh, samurai gear. And um, I asked Gabe to do a quick writing assignment. Now, Todd, we can play this two ways because I have the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three prepared okay. to roll, so we can listen to it. So Gabe didn't do even that. I ju- he's only seen the picture. So what we can do is I can roll the trailer before he reads his synopsis. Okay. Or after he reads his synopsis. I think we hear from Gabe first and then we let him hear the trailer so he can comment on how close he got. Okay. I like that. So Gabe, I haven't seen this. Todd has, hasn't seen this. You wrote this up. You're sharing it with us now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, according to Gabe. 1993's... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Take it away, Gabe. Tell, t- tell, us, tell us what you thought this movie was about. It's like, you're, it's like you didn't do your homework and now you're totally just flying by the seat of your pants here. I love it. It opens on the turtles training. Michelangelo is eating pizza in the corner. They're so enjoying... So so, yeah, so far you're right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> They're enjoying themselves until Donatello remembers that they have to pay their bills. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, who's keeping uh, the yeah. lights on in the lair? <laughs> it's Con Ed, Bill is through the roof. <laughs> the all-important plot point. They stole that from all the best movies, right? The old, yeah. uh, we forgot to pay our bills as That's kind right. of the, as the, the MacGuffin or whatever it's called. That's right. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's expensive oh to run God. a lair. I mean, you yeah. heard, you heard, Gray. They have arcade games down there. They have places to fight. <laughs> right. They got free arcade games like yeah. our place, though. They're not connected, collecting any quarters for the rent. Yeah. They probably have those like tubs for Major League that they try to relax in that are kind of broken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, has got to ice the knees. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Of course. They're okay. We're old. two sentences in and it's already dynamite. So yep. keep going. Leonardo complains about Don ruining the fun. Michelangelo tells him to be quiet and turns on the TV. The channel on the TV. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. The channel the TV first turns onto is the news. Michelangelo says, ugh, this is boring. He then changes it to channel 29, which is Food Matrix. The chef Good is making the chef is making roasted turtle, and they all look away in disgust. That's Michelangelo right. changes the channel back to the news, just in time for a news story to come up about an ancient samurai sword that could sell for about a million dollars. 
Mm. That could okay. pay our bills. That could pay bills. Oh my god, I didn't even see it going there. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Everyone nods their head in agreement. It cuts to the turtles in uncomfortable jackets. They ask for a t- <laughs> <laughs> what, like dinner jackets? Like va- like like those red jackets valets wear when they park your car? <laughs> Why would they opt for the uncomfortable jacket? Surely this isn't their first time out where they'd have to wear a coat. Top side. It's definitely one of those, like, it's two guys standing on each other's, one standing on each other's shoulders yes. overcoats. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Flashers. Let's sell Rolexes. They ask for a taxi to the airport and then fly to Japan on Food Matrix a- Airlines. They hand out <laughs> shredded whale. They talk for a while and what set- is that a detail? Also, can we, can we just talk about how they're flying anywhere? You know how hard they work to stay anonymous and hidden and they out of sight. They have uncomfortable coats on, Mike. Yeah. You're fine. Who are those and how do you do huge green guys standing in the line at JFK? Yeah. <laughs> Gabe, do you know why I haven't been to Japan? It's really expensive to fly there. <laughs> what did they put it on their, their, their turtle credit cards? Just yes, name it. on the card. Name on the card is April O'Neil. Expires 0322. Right. right. <laughs> okay, go on. They talk for a while, and suddenly the plane starts nosediving. Raphael, Raphael runs to the pilot's seat, and the pilot is sleeping. Raphael takes control of the plane and balances it out. He lets out a sigh of relief. Uh, uh, do you know what Raphael's weapon is? Size. <laughs> um, it, it cuts to the turtles in Japan, and they're in a Jap- Japanese taxi when the guy starts talking Japanese. Donatello like one of those says, pedal cabs, like the ones that the guys like uh, carry and run with. What do they no, call like those? A, I don't know. <laughs> like an actual taxi. Rickshaw. Just rickshaw. Yeah. Uh, can Can you just read that part again, Gabe? It cuts to the turtles in a jap in Japan, and they are in a Japanese taxi when the guy starts talking Japanese. Okay, stop. Stop right no, now, no, please. <laughs> no, no, because we need to talk about how they're in Japan, yep. and then you specify yeah. that they get in yeah. a Japanese yeah. taxi where the they're guy the- starts talking Japanese. <laughs> they're, so they're in Japan where people are wearing Japanese clothes and talk Japanese <laughs> language, and they're breathing the Japanese air. <laughs> oh, my God. We get it. They're in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> catching, gl- catching glimpse of the Japanese sunset. <laughs> I bet you they're going to eat Japanese food. <laughs> Might be a long shot. Donatello says, yeah, hmm And the Japanese guy says something else to Donatello. And Donatello says, yeah, we are cool. The guy gets out of the car and starts screaming. <laughs> and some masked people with swords jump off buildings and start attacking them. They fight, but okay. retreat Accurate. But retreat into a sewer. They yeah. talk. Okay. Home sweet home. They wait, talk. Wait, 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 Gabe. What, what kind of sewer? Your standard sewer. Yeah, Japanese sewer. Like, it's a Jap- Your standard Japanese sewer. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, okay. It's Japanese sewer. Okay. You'd be I surprised sure. how clean the Japanese sewers are. I wanted to make sure it wasn't one of those Norwegian sewers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get the facts here, Gabe. You start telling me everything's Japanese. I assume that the, one of the things you say is not Japanese is not going to be Japanese. All right. Just <laughs> consistency here, kid. Consistency. <laughs> they talk and walk down the sewer pathway and eventually. Oh, they so get Aaron out. Sorkin wrote it? <laughs> it's a walk and talk. It's a walk and talk. 
Someone has Donatello a folder. A folder with papers. Yeah. It's all of his bills. <laughs> it's just the bills. These are just Con Ed bills. <laughs> How do they find us in Japan? <laughs> so, um, and eventually they get out and are at a mountain where the samurai sword is said to be. Ah. They find a torch at the entrance to a cave and a sign that says, that has some Japanese calligraphy on it. Raphael looks at it and says, it says here that anyone who enters is a dumb teenager. They all respond, hey, we're teenagers. We must go in here. They go inside and make a series of which tunnel to go down puzzle decisions. Wait, can we can we pause one sec? Sure. Do you think that the thing that was on the cover is the is this the, is that the torch in the story? Yeah. So you thought that the thing that was on the cover yeah. of the movie poster was just a torch? Yeah, it's a fancy torch. That's a Japanese torch, actually. It's a Japanese torch. Sir, I understand that it does, it's not the belt, but it's got the yeah. Japanese But yeah, you see what I understand is uh, the, these are the jewels from the belt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everything's very fancy in Japan. Very. You can Go see on. their flashlights. When they make it to the end, there are two paths, an exit and a path to the sword. They all take the path to the sword. They grab the sword and exclaim, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to change that to a cowabunga kid. You understand. Marketing. <laughs> Marketing Gotta keep kid. it snappy. All of a sudden, monster rock things appear out of the walls. Ooh, monster rock runs. things. Well, there were rock bad guys, right? From, yeah. Uh, where were they from? Were they from Japan? Dimension X? Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can picture them. I can actually I can picture them in my head. Yeah, I feel, ro- I feel like they like wore suits. soldiers. Yeah. They were like they like Krang's guys? Yeah, they wore like Russian like um like Cold War Russian uniforms, right? I feel like they wore army helmets. Army that's right. Army helmets, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Gabe. So this is kind of working. You're yeah, kind of <laughs> This is good. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Okay. Okay. Since they're turtles, since they're ninja turtles, they take the rock monsters down. They go backwards with the sword and take the exit path this time. Stop. Stop one second. You You will spend 20 minutes explaining to us what the bills are like and and how they were changing channels. But the fight sequences get a half of a line. No, yeah, he just treats it like Tarantino where he just writes, they fight like two cats in a paper bag. But meanwhile, it's a 42 minute choreographed fight scene. (laughs) Right, totally. We'll cross that bridge. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, go on. Um, they they hear screaming outside and ask, "What's going on?" An angel appears and explains to them that they're that there are rock giants in every major country. She grants them super speed and they devise a plan. Raphael <laughs> says, "Describe the angel, please." <laughs> yeah, what? A, <laughs> Is it a Japanese angel? Yeah, country of origin, please. Yes. Jesus Christ, Gabe. Okay, so the angel comes and t- give, grants them the ability of super speed. Yes. All right, I'm up to date. Mm-hmm. Raphael says, Donatello, you get France. Michelangelo, you get Italy. Leonardo, you get Japan. And I will, of course, get America. The camera cuts between everyone's fights for a couple of minutes. And at the end, <laughs> one big monster appears in China. The turtles are forced to use the sword they found, but it broke. It kills the giant monster, but they can't pay their bills now. In the end, they all ended up get. 
In the end, they all ended up taking temporary jobs at Target, Walmart, FedEx, and Best Buy. <laughs> the moral Shell of the story. <laughs> Shell holiday, holiday workers. The temporary moral of the story holiday. is save the world, don't pay bills. Bravo, Gabe. That's just <laughs> fantastic. What the hell is going on in this story? <laughs> you had me for a while. I'm not going to say that the angel didn't throw me off because it did. It did. That's that's uh, Jesus. Don't they, what do they call that? Like a Deus ex machina. What do they yes. call that? Like yeah, Deus ex machina. Exactly. <laughs> they used to they used to literally they used to literally lower somebody on ropes onto the stage to pick the character up and take them off because they just had no other way to end it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Gabe. Gabe. All right. Wait, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Better or worse? Then the oh, you get, okay, that yeah, okay, I'm with you. Hang on, so Gabe, we got to roll this trailer for you now. You can hear what it's really about, okay? You must be excited, Gabe. You must be. You, I mean, you're really probably just on the edge of your seat, waiting to see how close you came. Yeah, this is like when somebody like when like a writer is up for like a huge like um, Kevin Costner's big new project, and they lose the bid for the script, and then they go to the theater to actually watch the one they filmed. <laughs> You know, that old chestnut. Yeah. So, Gabe, here it is. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 trailer. Uh, I had this movie on VHS. 16th century Japan. Brave men ride into battle. Fighting an evil emperor. With their only hope. A golden scepter that can open the gates of time itself. Now, in their darkest hour, come four brave fighters from another time, another place, another species. You were expecting maybe uh, the Adams family? They're back, and they're back in time. Hey, Adams, check it out! We're in Shogun! Once before, demons defeated my ancestors. Now they've come back for me. Talk about your quantum leap! My cannons can destroy these monsters, my lord. Uh-oh, this doesn't bode well. I love this stuff! How are we gonna get home? Oh, Somebody dial 911. I have a feeling we're gonna be here for a very long time. The worst rescue I've ever had. I think I swallowed a frog. I hope it wasn't an ancestor. New Line Cinema presents... A Lake Arama. The four greatest turtles... Hey, all right. Yeah? It's not just a job, it's an adventure. ...ever to go down in history. It's just your ordinary uh, time travel equal mass displacement kind of thing. Kids. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Help, I'm a turtle and I can't get up. That sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> Gabe, you had the Japan part, right? Yeah, you got you got close. <laughs> so you obviously recognized the gear on the, the the helmets and the gear they were wearing as samurai gear. Samurai. Um, <laughs> samurai gear. Uh, but the thing that you thought was a t- was a torch, <laughs> a torch is a time traveling yep. time traveling scepter. scepter. <laughs> so what happens is they end up back in feudal Japan. Yeah. And um it's a time traveling adventure. It's absolutely ridiculous. 
even for a Turtles movie, it's absolutely ridiculous. They may um, not be in present time, but they sure have kept their humor. <laughs> right. I'm a turtle and I can't get up. And I, I think it's interesting that pretty much every line in the thing is fel- is Corey Feldman. Yeah. Um, they really just passed it all over to him that time. He really carried the carried the third mm-hmm. movie on his back. And I think I got it at the McDonald's drive-thru. Remember when they used to give out VHS movies? Yep. You never went yep. to McDonald's. Shut up. Anyway, uh, so. I agree with you. <laughs> you know, interesting enough, in the series that Gray really loved, one of the newer series that came out on Nick Jr., um, Corey Feldman's in it. He does a bunch of voices for it. Yeah, back is Donatella? Yeah. Um, no, I think he's Mikey. They didn't give him Donatello? No, I think because they just they knew they were going to throw him the humor. Uh, he also plays Slash or Spike in that one. What a but, smack yeah. in the face. Yeah. Gabe, I, 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 you lost me with the angel, but I think you may have written a better movie. It might, it, it might be a better movie. <laughs> it had everything. It had uh, 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 delinquent bills. It had mm-hmm. uh, the sewers of Japan. Yeah. It had uh, gods and special powers. It had a Brian De Palma cut screen with four different things happening at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's it's really the total package, which is all we could ever ask for. So, <laughs> so as with anything, Gabe, how soon can we have it? Uh... I see us selling a lot of these Rockman figures. <laughs> Holy cow. Anyway... That was <laughs> a poster's worth 250 words. Well done. Uh, nice work, Gabe. And now on to the physical challenge. So, Gabe, on our Thanksgiving Dad Cast, one of the things you said you were thankful for is speed runs. Yes. I thought, yeah, I thought it would be fun to check out the fastest TMNT speed run on the Nest, the Ultra game, the one that not the not the arcade game that people enjoy, yeah, but the TMNT, you know, otherwise you known as select- Konami. Yeah, right, 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 Konami. Um, the game where you have to do the infamous underwater bomb disarming at the dam. Yeah, and you'll notice on the collage when I show the, um, well, you may not remember, but the cover of the NES game, because it's so unrelated to the actual series, all of the turtles are wearing red bandanas. Red bandanas. In the game, they have their actual colors, but on the cover, yeah, they're wearing the red bandanas. Um, So the fastest speed run for this game, we looked it up, Done by a speedrunner called Skunky48. Skunky can do this game in 16 minutes, 41 seconds. Now, I wasn't going to put Gabe through this. It's really, really hard, this game. Um, It's just cheap and laggy, and the jumps suck, and it's not even obvious where to go. Wouldn't be fair to do that. But I did want to have him play the damn level. Now, Todd, what's Mm. your experience? Before we get into that, what's your experience with the damn level? Because for me, it's one of those things I can remember causing intense anxiety early on in my life you got that countdown timer you got that the controls suck and anytime you get near that electric kelp you just Mm -hmm. totally the bed and like you you get hit you hit once you get hit a million times because you can't yeah once you get hit once here that's it you're done yeah um yeah it's appropriately it's appropriately called the damn level i i i 
I ha- it was one of it was one of the reasons that I attribute to for my anxiety as an adult. Totally that and and the music that Sonic makes when he's drowning. Oh the, yeah, yeah, and he just like starts freaking out under there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to drown this hedgehog. Yep. Um, Skunky did this section of it. Skunky forty eight did this section of it, the damn mission, in about a minute and thirty eight, thirty nine seconds. Oh my god. Yeah. So he went through pretty quick. I mean, there's a timer on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't really spend that long here anyway, just farting around. But I wanted to just kind of get there. So I got I got to the dam with four turtles alive mm-hmm. and then I passed it off to Gabe and he was pretty mad mm-hmm. about playing this and didn't really enjoy it at all. So let's listen. <laughs> let's listen to Gabe running through the dam level uh, from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on this. Sorry about this, Gabe. I'm not sorry. Wow. Why can't the foot clan destroy the dam? What's the story there? You don't want them to blow up the dam. Like, why is the dam so important? Because it would ruin the town. Or just the town, though, because it looks like there's no town here if this place is infested. I don't know. It's just a bad guy thing to do. You're lucky the collision detection sucks. Wait, what? Why? It, like, pulled me towards the... Michelangelo got caught. You mean he drowned because he got shocked underwater? <laughs> caught by fishermen? Found a dead giant turtle in the net? I hate this. Music sucks, controls suck, enemies suck, level design sucks. Trash! There's that lovely beep. Dead. Yeah! I don't care. I just want to finish this. I already hate it. Alright, we're going through. We're going for the speed. My god! Oh! Why is it so bad? I don't like this! (laughs) I don't like this! (laughs) God damn it! What are you doing? Oh, it pulled me towards that! I hate everything! This is very stressful. (laughs) Remember, you can change your guy. Change your guy! I'm God! Oh my god! I think you did it. You missed one. The lag. Oh, there it is. Yes! It's over. Okay. Yay. Is okay is something you say after you say this. The dam is safe. Let's go home. So how about those controls, Gabe? They're garbage. <laughs> garbage. Yeah, what's your feeling on this, Gabe? Because we ate this up because it was in the middle. Of, we were crushing and snorting Turtle Mania like nothing. So people didn't really know how bad it was, I think, in the moment. You Todd, know what? I'll you, tell you. Would, you, Todd, w- you wouldn't have called this a bad game when you were little and playing it for the first time. No, right? You no. were like, this is an incredible. Yeah. I can pick my turtle. This I can change yeah, on the fly. Of course, yeah. You had, different wep- you had different weapons. You didn't have music from the game, but the music was good. It was relatively open world, which was kind of new mm-hmm. for the time. Um, yeah, Gabe asked me. He asked me. He says, is this yeah. an open world game? Yeah. I just laughed. I was like, I mean, but it I is. Guess, no, it is. It's, it's one of the yeah. first open world games. Yeah. It's. um. Yeah. It's actually a pretty advanced game for the time. Um, and because it had any vestige of Ninja Turtles on it, it, you know, it it was exactly what we wanted as kids. The first time we got to play a Ninja Turtle game at home. Um, at the time, and this is kind of constant with a lot of the NES games, I just thought I wasn't good. 
I didn't realize, I didn't ever think like, oh, this game's developed poorly. Like, you know, that's like stuff that like we started saying in the past 15, 20 years. Right. Back then, I mean, you just assumed you stunk and you just had to keep playing it until you got better and figure out what to do. That whole entire game is about saving up those scrolls, the way you can shoot the wave. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't have those scrolls when you get to the later boss, especially when, when you, you shoot the, shredder, the wave. Yeah. When you shoot the wave or throw the boomerang, the frame mm-hmm. rate drops to like six frames. <laughs> I think there are certainly parts of that game that go down to about five or six frames per second. It was like, yeah. eh, eh, yeah, eh, mm-hmm. eh, yeah. And every and then all the even bad the music guys, starts going slow. They jump and move in slow motion. Like mm-hmm. everything is just chugs. Yeah. And also, I couldn't explain to Gabe what any of the bad guys were. Gabe, yeah. <laughs> Gabe, and I thought that I that know. lava guy was like a molten yep. cheese monster. <laughs> he might I have be. No idea. <laughs> Yeah, the guy it's, with the chainsaw. I, it, there's they, there's very little from the actual turtles in the game, except Shredder's there, and you speak with April. Splinter in those Aprils there too. Yeah, but like the enemies, I think you fight. You know, it's like those typical NES games where they thought for some reason you could just have animals be enemies. You know, how many yeah. rats and bats I've killed in games that they should not be part of. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, any final thoughts on this before we leave this behind? Uh, no, not really, except the swim is horrendous. Damn right. So Gabe, we got a lot of positive feedback on the real or fake uh, mascot segment we did from oh, Sonic yeah. and Knuckles. Tons. Um, Tons, loads, put loads, uh, <laughs> put loads, so, put loads. So positive, in fact, that we're going to go back to the well. This is re- real or fake anthropomorphic hero edition. <laughs> awesome. You know that old popular edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you get as big as the turtles, you're bound to have some imitators. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the ones I put together a few here for you. Uh, it includes some of the stranger ripoffs to appear on mm-hmm. TV and in comics. So just be ready. It could be a comic. It could be a television thing, cartoon. And, uh, you, know, you know, some I put in here just to fool you. You ready? Yes. Todd, you going to keep score? You know, I can't count. Oh, yeah, I'm all over it. And I'm also okay. kind of playing along because, you know, this is the one thing that I don't ever like looking at the run of show in advance for uh, because I enjoy it so much. Right, right. Okay. First one. Adolescent radioactive black belt hamsters. <laughs> TMNT meet ARBBH. The backstory in 1977, NASA launched a probe containing four hamsters to destroy a mysterious mass of radioactive substance. Exposure mutated the hamsters into anthropomorphic creatures whose vessel later crashed down near a Tibetan monastery. <laughs> there, they were adopted by the monks and trained in the martial arts. You said this was the 90s? From the 80s or 90s, or something I made up. It resembles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so much. Yeah, a lot of them will. But then again, the 80s and 90s were a questioning time, is what I've heard from you guys, so I'm going to say true. <laughs> it's a real. questioning right. time. questioning time. Sure. Uh, you're correct. Yes. Wow, dude. They were real. It was a comic. It was only not, it, They only had nine issues of it, but it ran from 1986 to 1988. I love it. You're one. You're one for one. Yep. All right, strong start for Gabe. Liking how he's doing on this test. All right, next up, biker mice from Mars. 
A cartoon following three anthropomorphic mice, Fake. motorcyclists, named Throttle, Moto, and Vinny, who escape a war on Mars before arriving to defend the Earth from the evil that destroyed their homeland. I heard you say fake. I actually like, changed my mind to real. <laughs> you're changing your mind to real. Vinny. Vinny, Vinny sounds so weird that they would probably. <laughs> That's the thing that it's did it probably, for you. Not Throttle or Mondo. Vinny, Vinny. Not Throttle or Mondo. Vinny raised some eyebrows over there with Gabe. Okay. Now, was, th- was this a comic or a cartoon? Well, I didn't tell you if it was real or not. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm asking. Oh, so you think he's right. Well, Gabe, you are right. Oh. Yes. You are right. Yeah, of course, it Gabe. Was a cartoon. This is, yeah, this was a big one. 65 episodes. 65 episodes. Yep, uh, 93. Mm-hmm. So kind of the peak of Turtle Mania this one snuck yeah, out. Yeah, right around when the Turtles 3 came out. <laughs> right. Time traveling turtles, biker mice from Mars. Shlemiel mm-hmm. Shlemazel. All right, next up. So you're two for two. Yep, two for two. And for those of you playing, you know, along at home, I hope you're doing well as well. Next up, spec up awesome anchovies. When a truck carrying radioactive waste jackknifes on the Bay Bridge, four foul-smelling fish arise from the wreckage imbued with superhuman abilities. Toby, Tank, Tate, and Trino, the government quickly sweep in, hell-bent on using their powers of for Black Ops missions no regular soldier will take. Fake. You're not Todd? looking at you're not looking at the uh, runner show, are you, Gabe? No, I'm not. Good Why boy. am I right? Yep. No, you're right. Yes, you're right. Totally, yes. totally right. Three for three. Three for three, Gabe. Nice work, Gabe. Thank you. All right, Gabe, kicking butt this week. Yeah, crush I like it. it. Wait, Can't how many are there? You. Eight. Uh, eight, I think. Yeah, there's eight. Okay. Um, you, you know what though, Mike, not, not bad at all. So we have a radioactive waste truck that falls into the river and <laughs> gets on some fish that <laughs> then come to become, yeah, Toby, Tank, Tate, and Trino. Solid names. <laughs> right? The four T's. Yeah, That's how the I four T's. My life. Yep. Um, all right. Excellent. So nice work, Gabe. All right. <laughs> Next up, adolescent pheasant. Adolescent pheasant uh-huh. and the fruit fly fury. Uh-huh. Oh god. The dead letter office. Okay. <laughs> After a waste company irresponsibly dumps hazardous materials into the local lake, a pheasant and a fruit fly develop a telepathic link and strange new powers. In each issue, Pheasant Fury take on a new case from the local post office dead letter bin. What kind of awesome adventures await them? I feel like that could be true only because of the dumping radioactive waste in the water stuff. Mm-hmm. And pollution. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. You know, that's was a thing. The so, yeah. <laughs> pollution is a thing, Gabe. That's right. You've been going to school. Yeah. You've been, clearly been paying attention. Kids I say true. Uh, no, it's not, oh. Gabe. <laughs> that's got to be. Adolescent pheasant and the fruit fly fury, colon, the dead letter the dead office. Dead letter office. <laughs> Mike, that's, that's like a that... Nancy Drew story. Is right, the dead so... letter office. <laughs> oh, I thought it took place in the dead letter office. I didn't know that was like a subtitle. Uh, well, it does. Gabe. It does. Well, well I mean, so many other exotic. Remember, <laughs> remember <laughs> earlier how we were talking how Eastman and Laird uh, had their biggest success with their most ridiculous idea. If this isn't the most ridiculous thing you've ever written, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> a pheasant and a fruit fly. So what? They have twenty four hours to solve all these cases. The fruit fly's lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's got superpowers now, so he lives. Ah, uh, so he's yeah, okay, good, all right. So he'll live forty-eight hours, double his yeah. lifespan. That one. Um, 
All right. I love it. That's almost as good as what was um, on the Sonic show. What did you have? A taco that threw hammers and a hammer that threw tacos? No, no a, a taco gun that, that eats guns. guns. Right. <laughs> and a taco a that, that eats ate taco. guns. Oh, yeah. That ate, <laughs> that ate guns. Right. For health. All right. Next, sir. All right. So, Gabe, you're three Gabe, for three four. three for stores. Still doing good. 75%. Still really good. All right. Next up. Wild West C-O-W Boys of Moo Mesa. It's supposed to be Wild West Cow Boys of Moo Mesa. Yeah, ca- C-O-W spells cow for the audience. <laughs> for the, Thank you, Mike. For the audience. <laughs> true. I'm saying it's true. When an irradiated... Co- you might want to listen first. When an irradiated comic comet strikes the, the late 19th century western plains a miles high mesa is shrouded in a mysterious cloud everything trapped on top of the mesa was calmatized by the light from the calmet and evolved into a boviomorphic state moo montana the dakota dude and the cow lorado kid yeah, help keep the peace in the new frontier cow code of the west real or fake it's so ridiculous I want to say it's fake, but you could be using reverse psychology on me. It's hmm. a tricky one. Mike, why don't you read it again quick for Gabe? When an irradiated comet strikes the late 19th century Western Plains, a miles high mesa is shrouded in a mysterious cloud. Everything trapped on the top of the mesa was calmatized by a light from the calmet and evolves into a boviomorphic state. Moo Montana, the Dakota dude, and the Colorado kid helped keep the peace in the new frontier. C-O-W, Code of the West. I guess fake. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe, that's real. (laughs) What? (laughs) What is it real? It ran for 26 episodes. 26 episodes. That's two seasons. You wish you lived in the 90s so you could watch Cowboys of Moo Mesa. (laughs) It ran from 1992 to 93. See all the stuff you missed out on? You missed a lot of stuff. So what is he? Three for five? He's two, three for five. Three for five. Yep. Three Three for five. Okay. (laughs) Three for five. All right. Samurai Pizza Cats. (laughs) Set in Little Tokyo, a mechanical city which fuses feudal Japanese culture. It's it's important. Japanese. Yes, exactly. Japanese culture. That's where Gabe got his storytelling. With contemporary culture and is populated by cybernetic animals. The stars of the show are three anthropomorphic cats who protect the city from crime while making a living running a pizzeria. Spe- <laughs> Speedy Cervici, <laughs> Polyester, and Guido Anchovy. <laughs> Guido Anchovy. Gabe, we almost named you Guido Anchovy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a last-minute decision. It was a last-minute decision. All right, Gabe. Real or fake? Fake. Samurai Pizza Cats is absolutely real. You are wrong. Oh my god. Yeah, you're off to a strong start, but you, you, you gotta got finish strong, Gabe. Samurai Pizza Cats was absolutely real. Ran for 52 episodes, Gabe. Yep, 52. 1990 and 91. It was a cartoon. Okay, Gabe. Jesus, what is he, three for six now? You're only batting 500. Wait, I gotta go through those names again. Speedy Ceviche, Polyester, and Guido Anchovy. They couldn't make that today. They'd get crushed. They'd be canceled. Yeah, polyester. What'd they say that guy's name was? Guido Anchovy. Get it off the air. Get it off the air. <laughs> My mother Cut watches that, that channel. Out. <laughs> Gabe, three for six. Falling down to six to 50% here. Yeah. 
You're going to need right. to make these last five, You two. can still bat 500 and yeah. get into the Hall of Fame. Yep. But uh, try to finish strong here. Okay, so that one was real. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. I'm thinking about flipping the last two. Eh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up is Tai Prondo versus the Karate Crustacean. <laughs> after the evil after evil chemical plant owner Ujitsi Matsu illegally dumps radioactive ooze into the town's water supply, some of the local marine life become martial arts masters. Can they keep the sea peace pact in place long enough to join up against their true enemy? It's all up to Dojing, Suk, and Ipa. What could go prawn? <laughs> what could go prawn needs to be on a shirt. Ty Prondo versus the Karate Crustacean game. <laughs> real or fake? Um, real? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna die! <laughs> I'm gonna explode! Ty oh, Prondo! I'm gonna uh. die! <laughs> Gabe, oh, this is some absolute bullshit I made up! <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh God, cow, what breathe. could go prawn? <laughs> oh, what could go prawn? Oh my god. Oh, Tai Prawn Doe versus the karate crustacean. What, oh, what does that man. even mean? <laughs> I love how just because they got radioactive ooze, they also learned karate. <laughs> right. They, like they, they didn't, didn't die fall from by horrible it, tumors. Yeah. <laughs> right, they, right, exactly. They didn't look like the guys in Chernobyl. <laughs> i meant the tv show not the real life thing <laughs> right totally i'm with you it's different different it's different it's different um damn it gabe you fell below 500 i'm gonna do a bell curve here okay buddy right now you're three for seven but if you get this last one right you'll be four for eight and i'm gonna give you a passing grade if you hit 50 percent or over <laughs> think you can do it yes all right all right gabe it's all on the line pencils up <laughs> pencils up <laughs> pencils up Gabe street sharks four brothers are accidentally transformed into half shark half humans each member is a different kind of shark and has their own special abilities joining them is Blade's techno genius kid Moby Lick and Roxy the Czech Lick. they start, they start <laughs> in the catchphrases shark attack and Jossum Jossum <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, come on, Gabe, you need to get this. Come one on, Moby pants. Lick. <laughs> Fake. Gabe. Gabe, you failed miserably. Gabe, you were off to the strongest start. Strongest start ever. Holy moly. Mike, I have a question for you. Did street sharks ever incorporate into shark bites? I don't think so. What a, sh what a missed opportunity. So, Gabe, we'll have you know, not only was Street Sharks a pretty popular show, but it had a tremendously popular toy line. It did. It did. Everyone it had, had Street Sharks, even if you didn't watch a show. 
Yep, they had toys. Uh, they ran for three years, Gabe. Street that Sharks. The, that, it was on the air for three years. Three years. 40 episodes. They took that um, philosophy that He-Man and kind of the Ninja Turtles did too, where they said, all right, let's create a toy line and then make a show because the goal is to sell toys. And essentially, kids were watching for three seasons, for 40 episodes, kids were watching half-hour well, advertisements for Street Sharks. It might Sharks. be four seasons. It's 94 it to 97, be. so that's four years. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, half um, season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, crazy. that was a uh, that was a big one in, in the toy world. Yeah. Damn, Gabe. Strong start, though, Gabe. That was a strong start, and you hung in there. And we have some lovely parting gifts. So don't don't you worry. You're, you're not going to walk out of here empty-handed. Gabe, I got a joke for you. Okay. The Ninja Turtles went to a store to buy new weapons. Everyone got what they needed except for Raphael. <laughs> they didn't have his size. <laughs> so that's it for our episode on all things teenage mutant ninja turtles thank you for listening please share this show with a friend and let us know what you'd like to hear next our first topic for 2021 is going to be decided on by you the listeners check us out on twitter at super nintendads on instagram at super nintendads and email us super nintendads at gmail.com say so long to the folks gabe so long to the folks gabe remember Gaming should be fun. See you soon.